Welcome to Soren Pair, episode 14. Hello. Say hi to our our little friend, Coco. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> For those in the podcast, you have to see the YouTube to see our wonderful little Coco, who we love. Our mascot. Just got a haircut. Looking looking good. I think it's been like since the first two episodes that we've we've shown her, so Yeah. So she's looking good. She's a 14-year-old Havanese and 15. She's actually 105. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty darn good for a 100-year-old. So, yes, welcome to Soren Pair. Um, we're excited to be here on this Father's Day edition. Happy Father's Day. That's right, right. Happy Father's Day to all of you. And remember, Soren Pair is soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. And yeah, today we're going to talk about Father's Day, parenthood, fatherhood, and mothers who take their role as a father. Right. So um, yeah, we're going to have a little fun today and, and you know talk about being a dad. So instead of a weekly update, I think um, we should take a moment and talk about our dads, your dad and my dad. And you just, you just had a conversation with your dad, right? I did. I mean, um, had a nice Father's Day conversation with Dad today because um, I knew tomorrow's just going to be so busy. So it's my dad is um, he's somebody very special to me. He's always been there, and he's just somebody who's. God, I got a little emotional. Already? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Came right real quick. Um, yeah, he's just always been there for me. Right. Uh, and, you know, I mean, no relationship is perfect with 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 your parents, with your dad. Right. But I will say, since we got together and all of you know, at least those who've heard our first episode know that, you know, our relationship started, our romantic relationship started under very unusual circumstances. Yes, unusual. And, That's a good uh, way to put it. <laughs> and your dad, and I want to thank him, your dad when the rest of the family was judging us and pointing the finger and going, yeah. what are you doing? You know, we don't want to have anything to do with you. I'll never forget in a Christmas event, he said, come over here and sit next to me. Yeah. And, and that was a moment where I was kind of feeling like an outsider. This is your family. And um, he basically said, you know what? Screw y'all. Screw y'all. <laughs> Jim matters to me. Yeah. And, um, so I want to give props to yeah. to my dad, to Tom, and and thank him for accepting me when everybody else was like, eh. Yeah. So I love that about him. He's uh, one of many things I just love about him is um, that he's so open and willing to just say, hey, what's up? You know, to just give you a chance is uh, amazing. Yeah, so how would you describe your dad? If someone was like, well, tell me about your dad. What would you say about, about hmm. Tom Dooley? <laughs> One thing I've always <laughs> told dad is that he's a well of useless knowledge. Here, <laughs> <laughs> here. <hear. laughs> Love you, dad. <laughs> um, no, he's really good. He, he's so smart, and he's really good at trivia. He knows a little bit about a lot of stuff and a lot about other things. But um, I thought we were going to say a lot about a little, a little stuff. stuff. 
a little about a lot and a lot about a little. <laughs> well, <laughs> this just turned into roasting dad. <laughs> well, no, I think it's a good thing, you know, and just so, I mean, what what does he do? Uh, he's a lab tech in the hospital, and he has done that for many, many years. He's run labs too, he's right? He's run labs. He's done, yeah, he's worked in a lot of different hospitals, and then he's done traveling, and now he's supposed to be semi-retired, but you know how that tends to work out. <laughs> well, I think we talk about both our dads, and I'll talk about my dad in a minute. They're hard working. They come from that generation where they yeah. never stop working. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's as long as I can remember. He's just gone, 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 always working. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and I, when I've observed you talk, I mean, you have a very interesting relationship in that you're very open talking with him. Um, it's like you can relax and open up, which is really, I think, a very cool thing. Yes, yes. He's somebody who was there for me through my pregnancy when it was a very difficult time. Uh, he's the one that was there for me. He actually was my coach when Shaylin was born. Wow. Yeah. And just, you know, spent hours on the phone just talking and getting to know each other on a different level. So, yeah, I've missed that, but it, I carry that with me. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so tell me about your dad. So kudos to you, Tom Dugan. <laughs> And thank you for following our, I know he's been following every week our YouTube yes. channel. He's yes. been a great thank supporter. You. So thank you for that. That means a lot to us. And um, your feedback is great. I mean, what he told you tonight is that it's like he's in our living room, yes. you know, catching up with us, which is exactly what we really That's wanted. This. Yeah. Exactly. And he picked right up on that for sure, um, which made me happy to hear. Um, he, he said he looks forward to it every week because he feels like he's with us. Well, leave it to dad to be the biggest fan. Right? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I love it. So thank you for that. Um, and talking about my dad, um, he's no longer with us. He passed away, um, gosh, 22 years ago. Wow. Um, dad had me in his older age. He was in his late 40s when I was born. So okay. I was only 33 when he passed. Um, I always remember dad with gray hair, Yeah, you know, so, um, you know, my dad was born and lived as a young man through the depression. So he was always, you know, talk about hard work and conservative and saving money. Um, you know, that, that really was my dad. He worked for Pan American Airways, which is no longer around for 38 years, which gave us an opportunity to travel. Um, my dad had a really good sense of humor. I remember um, when we hit his 30th anniversary working for Pan American, usually you have to be standby and sit wherever in the plane. And usually it would be in the smoking section. So back in the 70s, there was smoking sections on the airplane, I right? Remember. I remember. And I remember a particular flight to Sydney, Australia, from Los Angeles to Sydney. It's a 14-hour flight, at least it was back then. And I sat behind a smoker the entire time. I, I came out smelling like a cigarette. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so finally, when we hit his anniversary, I think it was 35th, my mom, my sister, my dad, and I, so four of us, we got 
reserved first class tickets around the world. Nice. And I'm I mean I'm this, this was like five course meals. Mm -hmm. They put little booties on your feet and you recline up and you could go up the spiral staircase of the 747 and relax, you know, once they were at cruising altitude and relax in the tables up there. Nowadays, I'm, a, I'm in, in this little sardine compartment where I can barely, you know, move it's around. <laughs> and, and it's so funny when they recline back, you recline back like two inches. <laughs> That's reclining. Okay, I'm going to go to sleep. Um, so very much spoiled. I absolutely loved it. I mean, I tried caviar for the first time. We had, you know, well, I know you don't like caviar, but <laughs> lobster and steak and, you know, all that stuff. It was really like truly first class. And I loved it so much. I was so excited. My dad, getting back to my dad, he called me first class Kimosabe. And he would tell everybody, you know, I was 12 years old. My son is a first class Kimosabe because he just, I did. I ate it up. I literally just drank it up. I thought this is living, you know, yeah. I mean, this is just the way it should always be. <laughs> so well, my dad had a great, <laughs> my dad had a great sense of humor and he also had a couple great sayings. I remember one of them was, um, like I've told you this before, the worst pencil is better than the best memory which I think is good. And he always wrote everything down. I mean, to a fault, I, journals and journals and journals of every event of every child and grandchild. And I mean, um, so he wrote everything down. Um, he also, um, when he retired, kind of became a carpenter. He would go remodel my brothers and sisters' homes or even add additions onto his home. Um, so, you know, he kept working like we talked about with, with your yeah. dad, with Tom, just always had something to do. He, um, one of his other favorite saying was measure twice, cut once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but what he did when he retired from Pan American after almost 40 years, he retired and he actually, of course, didn't want to sit around and do nothing. So he went to work for a piano store. Mm -hmm. um, and got to know the piano technician, okay. learned how to tune pianos So in his 60s. Okay. And when I turned 20, he said, you know, you may need this someday, son. Mm -hmm. And he showed me how to tune a piano. We spent like four hours on the grand. And my dad gave me the greatest gift because that vocation okay. of piano tuning that I've now done for 35 years. So, yes, you can add up my age, 20 plus 35. <laughs> <laughs> Um, has been such a great, you know, not only business, a supplement to my income, but it's just been such a great outlet for me. And, you know, to thank my dad for giving me that particular skill Absolutely. that he learned after he retired. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. And you still use his tools too, don't you? Yeah. In fact, I have his toolbox that has a pair of his glasses in there. I mean, cause my dad had certain glasses and, and it has his name printed across. I don't know if you remember those little, little uh, punch, um, those labelers mm -hmm. where you punch the different letters out and then yes. stick it on. So there's a, there's an old pair of glasses that are now, you know, he hasn't worn them in over 22 years that has his name punched across. And I keep that in the toolbox that I carry with me every every week I go to tune. So I, I take my dad with me. Um, 
but a funny story about tuning. So he taught me how to tune, but then I went to California and I learned from some really, really top-notch technicians how to tune pianos. And so several years later, I was telling my dad how I approach tuning. He goes, that sounds great. Hang on a second, because he wrote everything down. <laughs> he started writing down, of course, the steps that I did to set what we call the temperament in tuning. And I looked at him, I said, so the teacher has become the student. And he just smiled coyly and, you know, but um, my dad had a great sense of humor. He, he was such a great example in my life of, you know, working hard, enjoying life. He relentlessly made fun of my mom. <laughs> Some of these stories are so funny. Yeah, we could spend the whole time on dad, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Bob Sorensen, somebody that... Um, uh, it still continues to be such a great influence in my life. I think I only met your dad the once. 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 Yeah. Yes, before we were together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, many years before yeah. we were together. But I remember I, I liked him. He was exactly as you described. Uh, just very personable, outgoing, funny. Right. Um, good grandfather. Oh yeah, just very dedicated. He um, just played with his grandkids and yeah. played and played and played and and it's funny with our grandchildren. I find myself doing the same thing. Going, I'm. I can see this I, I, I'm, very much. I'm just like dad, and I'm proud to say that. You know, when I yeah, you know, honestly, um, it's somebody that I respect, and you know, both our dads, honestly, um, and I appreciate having a, a living dad, you know, with, with Tom, yeah. because I, you know, that was a really huge shift in my life. When my dad passed away, everything changed for me. Um, yeah. And so he even gave me a great gift, you know, even after his passing. And um, so, you know, and he was one of my biggest fans with piano playing. Um, you know, he and my mom were there for every recital and you know, it was my dad's dream for me to, you know, make it big in music. Yeah. And so, yeah, I could go on and on. I am going on and on about dad. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Right. Sitting? Right. And it's just a thousand little things that you can't talk about, but um, it's, you but know. that you carry. But that you carry. Yeah. You know, that stay with you. And I'm sure you feel the same way. I do. Uh, about Tom, about your dad. And so... We just wanted to honor both our dads, yep. uh, you know, and, and thank them yes. and, and say, you know, happy Father's Day. And we're, you know, we're lucky to have had dads Absolutely. as great as these. Mm -hmm. As great as these. As great as these. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, again, instead of our dads, let's talk about Father's Day. Let's talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but I saw I, that. Yeah. <laughs> so more about me now. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm uh, not shy about. Uh, you know, I think being a dad myself has been, and continues to be, has been. You know, you never stop being a dad. No. Um, no. You know, That's I think lifelong. <laughs> it really is, and you know. I think whether we have a biological dad mm -hmm. or a father figure in our lives, 
right. is so crucial for everybody. I agree. You know, completely. Some people, you know, grew up without a dad, and that's got to be tough. I can't only imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, but usually there's a teacher, there's a you know a youth counselor, there's somebody that steps in. Mm-hmm. You hope. Yes. Right. Yeah, and you know, very much along those lines. You know, as a single mother, is that kind of where you're going? Mm-hmm. As a single mother, trying to be mom and dad, even though, like my boys, their dad was still in the picture, just not all the time, because we weren't living together. So during those other times, I had to try to balance being both, and hard as I tried, (laughs) there's only so much you can do. You know, there's only so much you can do, and making sure that the kids have those role models, I think, is really important. Yeah, you can't just replace a dad. No, you know, you can't. I, I think, and I applaud single parents out there that, you know, single moms that That's are hard. trying, but, you know, without that dad figure there, it's, you know. It's... Well, like, don't expect so much out of yourself because, I mean, I think I did that is what I was getting at. Oh, okay. Is I kind of expected, you know, I'm just like, okay, I can do this. I can be both. No, you can't. you know it's kind of a a wake-up call to realize that you can't there's only certain things you can do and so finding somebody to fill that role right is definitely important it is um i mean i've been 22 years without my dad and that's a huge hole in in my life because you know you still have your dad and of Mm -hmm. course thank you i i i could enjoy him as well but um you know that that's it's really a big i I think a gap that's hard to fill right when you don't have that and um you know i was a very we were both we've talked about this before we were both very young parents right you know um i was 21 when my first son was born Mm -hmm. um and um without getting into the details, I had a choice whether to, to raise him or step away. And I, I don't regret the choice of deciding, you know what, I, I want to be there. Right. Um, and yeah, I named him after myself, James Mark Sorensen Jr. And I had lots of great experiences. Um, um, he learned piano. We, we would, we would work on piano together sometimes. Um, great musician. Oh yeah. Um, and all those moments as a dad, I remember he, he lived in his own little, uh, room off to the side, but there was a little laundry. So when I was doing laundry, cause I would usually do the laundry and he would be walking in and out with his friends. I, I would just, I, I think what I enjoy doing more than anything else for my kids is embarrassing them. It's your job. It is. So I would be like, watch out. It's laundry man. <laughs> You're in the laundry man zone. And I would start singing and being the superhero. And he'd be like, Dad. <laughs> of course, his friends would laugh, but he didn't think it was funny. I mean, so whatever I could do, especially around his friends, to, you know, make him. Right. Just make just him roll his eyes. Um, did it also with my daughters as whatever, whenever I could. Um, 
I'll never forget. You still do that. <laughs> uh, I know, I do. I think when Chelsea was eight or nine and I was taking her and her friend who was very loud, um, very, very loud kid. I mean, she would just, you know, yell at the top of her lungs a lot. And Chelsea then with, did? No, no, this, this friend of Chelsea's, oh. Crystal. Okay. And so I find, you know, we were on our way up to Castles and Coasters, and I turned around to this friend and I said, you know what, get it out. I want you to scream at the top of your lungs for as long as you want. Go ahead. And so she did for like a full minute. <laughs> and she wasn't at all slowing down. And so I asked for it. Yeah. Careful what you asked for. I'm like, see? But um, <laughs> Chelsea, I think, still remembers that. But um, I, I remember one year, I think she was a little younger because we used to take her there almost, I used to take her there almost every year, is that there was like seven or eight girls. And by the end of the day, I had gone on every ride with them. Um, they were all, they were all kind of hanging around with me. And Chelsea's like, they're, Dad, they're enjoying you more than me. It's my birthday party. <laughs> they they want to hang out with you. Will you stop <laughs> being, you know, so cool with my friends? <laughs> no, that's funny. She's so, like, you can stay home next time. Yeah, yeah, just drop us off. You know, we're good. Or just hang back there with the rest of the parents, you know. But, yeah, I would always enjoy, um, you know, just sort of connecting with the friends because I really felt like through their friends mm -hmm. is really how I would – Kind of see what's going on. Oh, of course. You know, course. I'm sure you've done the same thing. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But I enjoy getting to know them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just getting to know who they are. Right. Right. And what kind of friends they're choosing and, you know, so some great memories there. Um, with the youngest daughter, um, Paisley, I remember um, she had a hard time sleeping at night when she was first born. Mm -hmm. Like laying her down, she would constantly cry. So I literally had to hold her in my arms at an angle so she could sleep. And so I, I spent the first year of her life with a kinked neck because we had kind of a, a, a short little couch, a loveseat couch. Mm -hmm. And I literally would sleep on the loveseat couch and hold her this way um, because that's the only way she could sleep. Yeah. And so that's what you do as a dad, yeah, you know? It is. It is. And we eventually got her the, she needed surgery on her ad, is it adenoids? Adenoids. And, and um, she had like a, she needed tubes in her ears right. because the pressure, I guess, wouldn't allow her to sleep. Um, that's so painful. Right. It was almost, hard she was almost two when we finally did that. And um, I ended up, because I'm a songwriter, I ended up writing her a little lullaby to help her go to sleep, too. And she would she would ask for that when she was really, really young. So, so those are some memories. I mean, I love being a dad um, with, with my kids. And then um, with, well, and also a funny story with um, Shaylin, um, my, my other daughter who is, is my daughter. She's stepdaughter, but she's still my daughter. So um, on her 16th birthday, are you sure you want me to tell this? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it's so funny because her reaction was that way when I did oh, it. Oh, yes. So, 
So I asked her, you know, you know, what do you want for your birthday? She's like, I want to dress you up and put makeup on you, pick you out. And I said, okay. Um, by the I way, don't I think she really thought you would go through. With yeah, and I haven't done this since, but so you know, this is like six well, years ago. <laughs> so I let her pick out the clothes. I had these. Um, I was a little skinnier then. Had these tight. Um, um, skinny or, or the pant leggings. Leg, thank you. Leggings. I had a cutoff shirt that said "Chasing Boys." Boy chasing is not a crime. Not a crime. I had UGG boots. Yes, it is. <laughs> I had UGG boots on that fit me. And headbands. Then she pulled my hair back with a headband, and then I had mascara, blush, Eyeshadow. Yeah, the whole nine yards. The so she nine. made me up. And. <laughs> I did some poses for them with the yeah. water cooler that we'll just leave to your imagination. And um, I drove her and my other daughter Paisley to Taco Bell, in which I went in and had a higher voice and ordered them some food. And the stares of the Taco Bell workers, I think, are, you know, probably. Chase still talks about it. Yeah. So took he some. He offered to take them to. Take us all to what? Olive Garden? Yes, I did. In fact, I threatened Shay on the way back. I'm like, that's the mall where all your friends hang out. Should we go there? She's like, don't you dare. <laughs> I scared her. But when I came back home and I said, so, Sandy and Shay, shall we go to Olive Garden? They're like, not until you get that makeup. I scared them both. Oh, trying to catch me. Yeah, I think I, I think I actually freaked out my wife more than... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you're when you when you're dared as a dad, you you call their bluff. You do it. Yeah. You do it. And it was, you know, I don't think I've ever dressed up since then. You probably wouldn't allow me to. And I really don't have a desire to wear that stuff again. <laughs> but I had fun playing the role mm -hmm. and and freaking out you and Shaylin. Yeah, so. I think that was the concern if you were enjoying it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's my best memories with all my kids um, are, you know, like for Father's Day, what we're going to do for Father's Day today is we're going to play games. Yep. I mean, we're going to swim. We're going to barbecue. It's not to me. It's not about presents. It's about the gift of spending time and laughing with the kids. Um, and, and enjoying them and connecting with them. Because I think what happens so much with technology these days, they come over and they sit down on the couch and then they start looking through their phone and they keep looking through their phone. And once in a while they'll say something and they're looking at their phone. So to me, it's like getting them to focus on something else <laughs> besides <laughs> the TV or a video on their phone or whatever's going on is a great gift for me, even if it's once a year. Right, right, and you know, swim, and to me, that's the the great part of being a dad is just those moments of connecting with them and laughing and enjoying and having a good time and not really, um, you know, that that to me is is it. And, you know, being a dad too, the opportunity to be an example um, and and to teach not not necessarily with words, but to teach with with your actions and your mm -hmm. example to me is is an opportunity, just like 
our dads did for us. Exactly. And I think you're definitely paying it forward. And you do take after your dad in a lot of ways, even though I didn't know him. I know him through your stories and through your family's stories. I can see that you're definitely following that same path. You're a really good dad. Oh, and I love it. It's just fun, yeah. you know, and it, it isn't always easy, um, but it's it's been just such a blast. Yeah, but you're always there for them, and I think really that's, it's not about getting it right all the time. It's about just being there, showing up. Yeah. And, yeah. But one of my favorite things to do um, as a dad is something that's called dad jokes. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely love dad jokes. I, and I was reading online, you know, what is a dad joke, right? Mm -hmm. And the Webster Dictionary actually says it's a wholesome joke of the type said to be told by fathers with a punchline that's often obvious and predictable, a pun or play on words, and usually judged to be corny or unfunny. And there's a picture of him right there. <laughs> I, I mean, and so I want to share a few. Of course I have to share a few. It's Father's Day. So when does a joke become a dad joke? Of course, when it becomes a parent. <laughs> so uh, why are elevators, why are elevator jokes so good? They work on so many levels. Okay. <laughs> um, why did the guy get fired from his job at the orange juice factory? Um, he couldn't concentrate. He, I knew I knew this one. <laughs> <Yeah>, close. <laughs> How about this? Why do eye doctors um, live so long? Why do they live so long? Mm -hmm. Why? They dilate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. What do you call an alligator in a, a vest? Fancy. And of course, an investigator. <laughs> Couple more. I can't help it. What did the left eye say to the right eye? What? Between you and me, something smells. <laughs> See, I always usually laugh at my own uh, jokes. Um, last, uh, last one, I promise. What did the father buffalo say to the boy buffalo when he went to school? What? Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> so those are just reminiscent of the many, and usually there's puns. So I and puns, right? Puns, right. And you have to have, you know, um, props too. So you gave me this, but I love, no. I, I love this. And you'll, you'll hear on the podcast what this is. So, you know, whenever anything difficult comes my way, that was easy. There you go. So every dad has to have an easy button, right. in my opinion, <laughs> you know, so, you know, kid comes over to date your daughter, you grill them. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Anyway, <laughs> dad jokes are where it's at. I'm sorry, but it's just. It's just hair made for you. I'm uh, telling you. <laughs> the more eye rolls I get and the more groans, the happier I am, especially from my own kids yeah. when they're around their friends. That's that's even yeah. better. I always tell Shay, well, I've always told the kids, you know, I wouldn't tease you or, or bug you if I didn't love you. And I love you a lot. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> tell a story real quick. I know this is Dad's Day, but how you like to embarrass Shay? Mm -hmm. Like the one time in the store? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, we we're, yeah, we were getting ready to go to the store. And I was at home, I was wearing my lounge pants with, you know, big smiley faces all over them, like big emojis. And she's, she just looked at me and she's like, you going like that? You're going to change, right? And I was like, oh, not now. So I was going to, but not now. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the store and she's like, just stay away from me. So I waited until we were deep into a lot of people and she's keeping her distance. And at the top of my lungs, I went running after her. Shaylin, mama needs a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. It's just, you know, I mean. Yeah. It's it's about the level of embarrassment. Yes. Is, is really, you know, what can we do? To... Don't show me a weakness, yes. <laughs> right? Yes, I think she learned that lesson. I and think so. <laughs> not to say anything. But um, to wrap this up, a really good quote that we found um, from Clarence Buddington Keeland about dads says this. My father didn't tell me how to live. He lived and let me watch him do it. Yes. And I, you know, again, our dads... You know, that's, that's perfect. Teaching by example. My dad and I talked about this today. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just um, teaching others by the example of, of who you are and how you navigate through whatever situation. Right. right. So. Exactly. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> awesome. And thank you, Jim. You're, you're a great dad. Thank you're you welcome. for being a great dad to all our kids. <laughs> Actually, it's the joy of my life, and, mm. and um, you know, I'm just I'm looking forward to enjoying the day with them. Mm -hmm. um, so, before we wrap up, a Sandyism I want to share because we always do a, a, a Sandyism, mm -hmm. and it's just three short words: L A L A L A. You know, you're like, what's la la la? No, it's not saying la la la. It's la la la. <laughs> <laughs> You say it because it's better when you say it. How does it go again? <laughs> like you said. Let me... <laughs> and pray tell. What does that mean? Well, pretty obvious, right? I, I'm not sure it if. It just means I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it usually comes out for no apparent reason. Yeah, it's. It, I, I use it for other reasons. Yes. So, which a lot of your Sandyisms are random. Well, they're almost Randyisms. 
Randyism, Sandyism. So tomato, tomato. So if in the middle of our podcast you hear la la la, you'll know exactly. Oh, there's another Sandyism. So. Yeah. So. I'm in a good Yes. Yes, that's what I love about you. She's usually in a good mood. When she's not. Watch out. Yeah. No, but again, um, thank you for hanging with us this Father's Day. Um, we appreciate that. And again, um, we just want to say we appreciate our the feedback we're getting on our Facebook page, um, also on our podcast platforms, iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Podcast App. We appreciate our audience there as well as our YouTube channel. Give us comments. Um, comment to us on Facebook. We will be joining Instagram soon. I'm just going to yes. put that out there. Yes, right? we are. We're getting that set up. And um, please remember to like and subscribe. Leave, leave comments. And we love hearing from you guys. Yes, and there'll be more la la la, la, in, fu la, la. in future episodes. <laughs> so everybody have a great Father's Day. And we'll, Father's we'll catch you next week.